This is the I Black Man Podcast, Offensively Black. It's me, it's me, it's M-A-P. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Miles Amadeus Prower here again, as you already know, I Black Man Podcast. Episode 45, let's get to it. Got a, lot, a little bit of shit to talk about, shit to get off my chest, so let's just get to it. I don't know, man. I was talking to my man. I went bomb. And just, just you know, I'm on Messenger. We chatting back and forth. And my man always hits me up with inspiring shit. Or he just motivates me. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling him, you know, I'm just getting to the point where it's like, I don't know, man. I'm just feeling like I'm off this shit. Like, I don't know if I need to take a break or I don't know what. You know what I'm saying? Um. We was going back and forth and talking about marketing and promoting or whatever the correct vernacular for that is. And, and my thing is, you know, the problem that I have, I, I'm a mad nonconformist. I don't conform. You know what I'm saying? It's just like for me, and I get what he was talking about. You know, he's people me the game like his podcast, the Black History Buff podcast. Check it out. I also believe it's blackhistorybuff.com. You can check that out, too. Podcast is good, it's popping, you know, I'm not gonna knock him, he's doing better numbers than me. Now, me and him was, he was just basically saying about how, basically a lot of shit comes down to names. You know, as far as marketing and promotion, I would guess by and large, you would be more apt to say, hey, I know what this is about, it's black history buff. It's black history, he's buff about it, bow, you know. And I can see how he meant as far as like, for me, even for this, I black man podcast. It doesn't really tell you anything. I get it. Um, my other podcast, a podcast called Fresh, you know. But to me, I just think it's ill names and ill stuff is what gets me. You know what I'm saying? And I felt where he was coming from, but a lot of stuff is like the simple names. Shit, like I told him, I'm weird because it's like if you're a rapper, right? You use your regular name. I probably will never listen to your ass unless I hear some shit where you snapping. Somebody puts me on because my first inclination in my mind, this nigga has no creativity. Nigga, what's your rap name? Steve Simmons. This nigga has no creativity. He couldn't even come up with a fucking name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dope shit brings me in, you know, but like he was saying, my man Bomb had a very good point. You are not, it's not about you, it's about your audience. And that's when I got into my whole fucking artist shit. Nigga, this is my fucking art. I'm not compromising my shit for nobody. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. You know, I get it the whole thing. And I work hard on promoting and on all this stuff. And it's real irritating because it's like, you know, you see, I, I see shit. And I'm not going to call, you know, you know, I see a lot. I hear a lot of shit. And I don't think it's that much shit that I hear that is just better than me. They might be have this shit put together or might have, you know. The, 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 the minutia or whatever, the flow of the episode more consistent. But I truly feel, you know, pound for pound. I know he fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not saying I'm the best. I'm just saying I got quality shit. You know, and it's just real irritating because it's a slow process. And I get that, you know. And it just got me feeling to the point, like, and I'm glad I talked to my man, Bomber, because... Shout out to that man, because I complain and riff to that nigga a lot. Him and my wife. <laughs> you know. But I was just telling a nigga, you know, I'm just mad and I'm frustrated because I look at myself and look at my team. 
you know, and I'm like, nigga, I don't feel like we efficient as we should be, you know, so I got to make my team better. Because what's the point of being on the team if every man ain't working for everybody else? You know what I'm saying? That's the point of a team. So I'm like, fuck it, okay. If I got to go out here and do 20, 20 assists, 50 steals, whatever the fuck I got to do, I'm doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck everything else. My wife and kids, oh, listen, fuck that nigga, I'm getting this shit right for the tape. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I'm waking, I'm going to bed at 6 in the morning. Waking up at like 10, 11. Getting straight to this shit. Wife and them getting mad because I don't take no shorts. This is what the fuck I do. I'm working hard because nigga shit. I'm part of a team. You know, hyphen podcast network, nigga. So I got to work harder than the next man. And I can't expect greatness from other people if they not, if I'm not bringing it out myself. You know. Just trying to find a way to get shit more efficient. And I got, you know, I'm the kind of guy I'm over or under. You know what I'm saying? And I get into it a lot of times with people because of that. Because I'm like, hey, it's over or under, nigga, you know. I'm not real good with sitting back. And then I get weird because it's like, um, shit, what the fuck was that? All right, you ever seen Bleach? This is the wrong podcast. I'm supposed to be talking about that podcast called Fresh. But anyway, this nigga, uh, again, no, no, Towson. Um, Bleach, anybody who was not fucking, like, if a nigga proved himself remotely weak, that nigga would kill your ass. Like, he was weak. Fuck him. You know. Kind of like that with Towson, nigga. But just anything, any parts of myself, anything that's weak, I'm getting rid of it. So I'm just trying to find a way to work on this shit and to maximize this shit. Try to come up with a plan for something. You know what I'm saying, y'all? Because it's just, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of, I'm tired of the same old, same old, same old, same old. Shit about to change for me. I need shit to change. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's talking to my man, Bomb, and it's like I was at the point, like, I, I don't know, man. I want to feel like I want to take a break because it's just, I feel like I'm just over here bitching and on some loser talking shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't want to be, but I mean, fuck it. I'm saying what I feel, though. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, it's just, it gets tiring, man, you know, talking to people and a lot of this shit and debating people. And then it's like our other day, we drifting off another shit, but this is what we do, right? I guess I didn't know that June is Pride Month now. I'm kind of pissed because my birthday's in June. And, you know, it's cool. I'm not that pissed. It's just, they have a month now? thought every month was Gay Pride Month from all the shit I'm seeing. Eh, I don't know. <sighs> that shit had me feeling that my wife said some kind of way, but I ain't mad, you know, do your thing. And I had um posted this this thing I had seen somebody had said it was a, a really good quote, I thought. And it was basically saying the same shit I've been saying about how, you know, gay rights have pretty much got to the point where, like, it used to be civil rights, you know. And now all you hear about is just the gay rights. And it was like, you know, if I was the black people, I'd be kind of worried. And I agree with that. And it's the same shit I've been saying to my wife. And my anybody who's listened to me for some time now. And, uh, you know, so I posted it. And people had commented, my man, uh, Wallace Wells. Uh, he had commented. And I told him basically what I understand and the way I see it. To the white man's benefit to promote 
and to, you know, show love to the gay pride of the gay people because you come off as being, you know, progressive and you don't get to help black people, you know, because regardless of whatever, they can hate gay people all the fuck they want. They don't hate gay people as much as they hate niggas. Worst case scenario, two gay people can uh, adopt a white kid. Two gay white people can adopt a white kid. White kid grow up not gay and be straight for them in their mind and still make more white people. You know what I'm saying? So somebody else had, you know, my, one of my people on there and she, I understood where she was coming from, you know, and it's just that you guys and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we love me, you know, and I, I heard her story and I'm like, I feel where you coming from, man, you know, more power to you. But, Nigga, it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? And excuse me, y'all. I'm a little buzz right now. Just keep it real with y'all. But yeah. And I'm like, it's not the same. The struggle's not the same, nigga. I, I, I'm, I'm fighting to exist. You're fighting to live a certain way. Do I say you have, don't have a right to, to, to do that? Nah. I'm just saying two things is different. It's like, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and go tit for tat and be like, nigga, I don't know last time they was enslaving gay people. But I'm like, my thing is, and I'm going to tell y'all after this break. One sec, man. Hey, hey, yeah, you. You like comic books, anime and stuff? Sure you do. Who the hell doesn't? And that's why you should listen to a podcast called Fresh. It's like audio cliff notes of ancient texts painstakingly translated by us for you. So do yourself a favor. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Trust me, we're everywhere. So don't forget, it's a podcast called Fresh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and anywhere podcasts are casted. What kind of forever? We're back and offensively black. I black man podcast. So what I was saying was, yo, what up? Maps. I black man podcast. That basically my whole point to the thing was, okay, I get it. I feel where y'all coming from. And I'm gonna be honest with you and real with you, you know, because they were saying, do you think your people would be as apt to help me? And I'm like, no. Hey, you got to understand just as a people, we're very religious. And I'm not even saying that I'm proud of that. Black people are typically the most. I believe the Bible to be the fucking history book type shit. You know, and it's a call. Okay, it's a lot of dumb white people like that too, motherfuckers. But the ark down somewhere down south. I forgot where a nigga billionaire did that shit. They got money for war, but can't feed the poor. Y'all don't hear me though. But... Yeah, you know, and it's like, dude, you look at a lot of black people, and I say, you look at our history. I feel like I was saying, I think it's Jamaica, and you look at how them niggas don't. Jamaicans, from what I understand, they don't play with that gay shit. They don't, I ain't even bringing it up. From what I understand, they used to have a lot of them uh, buck-breaking farms down there, you know what I'm saying? And in the South, where a lot of slavery was, and that's the thing that's part of our culture, that a lot of people don't know. They used to take, that's how they used, they used to break niggas. You know, they would take the biggest man, the strongest man, had him hold him down, tie him down, take his pants down and run that nigga's ass in front of everybody. Or not even that, just a slave master get that and just run his ass. Long as he know it. You will never be the same after that. 
That's how they, and the rest of the people don't look at you the same no more. Look at that bitch, dude. He let that nigga put his dick in his ass. It's a big deal with us in our P&I history, you know, and I'm not saying that to say that, oh, all gay people, no, I'm just saying you got to understand the predisposition that we have as a people. Then you add fucking the Bible to that shit and pretty much being gay is probably one of the only sins, not just gay, like a man gay is one of the only sins that is punishable by death. So yeah, that's, that's a lot of brainwashing and twine with that. And then a lot of time from what I'm seeing, and I don't know. That's another thing I'm peeping. I'm like, out of everybody else in my crew, I'm like the least PC. But I'm not going to conform to it. I just think it's funny. I'm like the only nigga who don't be buying into that shit for the sake of buying into that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not saying everybody buying into that shit for the sake of buying into that shit. It's just, you know. It's like a lot of this shit to me. You know, I get it. You know, like I said before, with the whole thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting off track. A little bit too much wine, y'all. This episode is brought to you by Sutter Home. Sutter Home Red Wine. Hits the spot quite fine. Plug. So, yeah. Overline point I was trying to make is that. Thing that gets me about that. Is because, like I said, my thing, when I become uncomfortable is when I have to like something. When I have to accept something. That, to me, sounds like Nazi shit. I think it's trying to compare the gay people to Nazis. No, motherfucker. I'm comparing having to like or accept something to fucking crazy dictatorship type shit. But you said Nazis. Yeah, I did. Okay, fuck it. But still, it's like, like I told you, I haven't yet to see what something happened with black people and just a huge presence of gay people. Let me take that back. It's not the people. Take that back. Organizations groups coming together like we stand with these black people never seen that shit never and i peeped that shit from all this stuff i used to watch and see from civil rights movements and shit to now niggas ain't help oh nobody ain't help us they all sat back and they watched the struggle all the different groups because they scared to get lumped in with us because you say what you want they all this for all the love and preaching and this and that. Don't forget all them gay, all, even if they gay white people, they still probably racist white people. That shit ain't change. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even saying that to say, oh, fuck the gay. Nah, man. I'm all for your struggle. More power to you. And once we get free, my people, I'll look at what we can do for you. But as of right now, all I care about is my people. Because freeing black people frees gay black people too. Gay rights don't do shit for me. Not a thing. Not a ting. Nothing. For y'all get your fucking panties in a bunch. I'm not saying fuck gay rights. I'm not saying fuck gay pride. I'm just saying I'm uncomfortable with some shit. And I just find it real interesting. At one point it was all black this, black that, black rights, all minorities. Now it's, you see a lot more gay shit. All these fucking corporations with rainbows and shit. I'm not knocking it. Side note. The gays claiming the rainbow has to be one of the ballsiest power moves I've ever seen. If you're religious and you believe in God, you took a symbol of God. And we're just like, fuck it. Uh, call my nigga Michael Shea. 
it's mine now. So like, if God was real, if you believe God to be real, and that's what, like, when you see him, he's gonna be like, so, dude, this this was my thing. Like, hey, every time you see this, I won't kill you by water. And you turned it into butt fuckery. I just always thought that would be interesting if God was real and just having that conversation. Like, ballsy move. More power to you. I can't even get mad about that. Ballsy move. Then on top of that, you monopolize rainbows. Can't nobody else use that shit. Niggas can't enjoy a rainbow now. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I guess it's to sum all that shit up and bring it all back. Like handsome Payton would say. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see. I, I get it and I support, but I think a lot of this shit is more out of fear than anything else. As far as niggas like, oh, this and that. It's just funny to me, you know, and I also say this, and I'm about to go to break in a little bit. I seen it's funny. I see more, and it's to me, not all black women. I'm not going to hate on my, all black women. And always, as I say, if you feel like I'm picking on you, black women, I'm not. It's because you're all the fuck I care about. All the other women, that's, yeah. Let them, man. Give my women, black women. But a lot of that stuff, like I was telling my wife, you see a lot of black women, they will go hard as fuck. I see it. Not all of them, but a lot of them will go hard as fuck for gay black men. Hard as fuck. They are the biggest supporters of that shit you know I just wonder why that is I'm not saying nothing negative but anybody thought about that like white women trying but like black women love them some gay niggas and I don't know it may not be all black women I don't know I just know the ones I see and just maybe it's just women in general I guess they like them cause just niggas who ain't trying to fuck you which I guess could be cool I guess I don't know but yeah about to go to break man we come back and I guess we're going to finish up this craptacular episode. Right back. My daddy's podcast is called Hyphenation. It's the world's greatest podcast. Barack Obama proved. On Hyphenation, my daddy talks about all kinds of cool things. And sometimes I'm on the podcast too. Sometimes he has his friend Marcus on. Sometimes he stays up really late and he's tired the next day. But it's worth it. But he loves his podcast, and I love his podcast. So I really want you to listen to Hyphenation. So Daddy doesn't get sad. He really doesn't get sad, though, because he has me. Oh, wait, please listen to Hyphenation. Thanks, y'all. I love the podcast, so please, please, please try to join but if you know Perfect. Thank you. Can we hear it now? We're back and offensively black. I black man podcast. This is like my what? Third or fourth time recording this. I had to stop at it. Stop at it. Man, it's warm out there. The hose is out. The hose is out. Good loud. It ain't even that bad yet. But it's just funny. As soon as it get warm. Anything that's hugging, the, the the skin of showing off the figure, showing a little flesh, ladies is on it. Not a bad thing, you know. With that being said, let me let me go to this other subject I was talking about. It's really interesting to me. Just talking again to my friend, you know, Lainey, Ariel. Well, in my last episode, yeah, you know, Ariel hates me. She really doesn't hate me, but 
She doesn't like the way I think sometimes, I think. But anyway, I was talking to her, which is really interesting to me. We was talking about marriage and stuff in Reno. And she's on the whole thing that if I'm if you're my man, it's not my job to have sex with you. It's not my responsibility. So I just found that, you know, real interesting to me. So because I was telling her, you know, because basically most dudes, the reason why they get in relationships. Because it's the pussy. That's not the whole reason, but it's like, hey, I like to be getting something from a chick on a regular basis, you know. But I understand the whole thing and how it works. And I mean, you know, it's it's funny. I think our God has a sixth sense of humor, how he made men and how he made women. But anyway, I was asking her, and I've asked a lot of other female friends, and I just find it very interesting. I was like, you know, when you get with a dude, when y'all get together, do you take into like, you know, because when y'all get together, most relationships, you fucking like rabbits. It's new pussy, new dick, she, she do whatever. That's when it's like you get offended because the shit, they don't keep it up sometimes. Be nasty as fuck, and she the butter spots on her face. Whatever crazy shit are you into. You know what I'm saying? Here, keep this toast in your mouth while beating it up. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. They they into it, you know what I'm saying? So I've been asking females, and I've asked um, Lanny, when you're with a guy, do you take that into consideration at all? You know, like, hey, he, we've been fucking like rabbits, and he's been wanting some head every uh, every morning. Do you think, like, I got to keep this standard up for the rest of this relationship to keep this man happy? You know. And I only ask that because as a man, I know, me, and I know a lot of us, have uncles, brothers, cousins, fathers, grandfathers who tell you, you meet a chick, look what the fuck she into. If you meet a girl and she um got her nice car and, you know, stuff she needs, she want red Bob Pacific shit. That's what she's accustomed to. That's her standard. Now, if you want to keep this chick, you have to provide that continuous standard or elevate it. If you falter, she going to leave you or not be happy. You know, so I asked my friend Lainey. And from her and a lot of people I heard it back from was real interesting because they're like, oh, Lainey's like, oh, that's not my, it's not my responsibility. And I'm like, how is it not? You know, I'm happy I got my wife. I talk to all these people and it makes me so much more happy for my wife. You know, and I'm always happy for my wife. I don't need no other reasons or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, you know, and I look at that and the logic and it's like I tell my wife and it's fucked up because I'm like, no one really cares about how men feel. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, no, it doesn't. No, no, you really don't. Because anytime a man, you can't say to your woman, baby, we got a problem. I'm not satisfied. Anything. She's not going to be like, oh. Let me close my Cosmo. Whatever will we do? That hardly ever happens. You can't, you know, and, and that's, that's just how what it is to be a man. They don't care, you know. Just like I ask my friend a lot of ladies. And I put that to them, and a lot of them makes it seem like I'm coming off as, like, sexist. But I don't really feel it's like, to me, it's responsibility. And like I said, for me, if I'm with you, and I ain't got no car, I ain't doing shit. And I'm like, what you want for your birthday? Some red bottoms. I ain't even got enough money to get you both. Well, just be me, give me one and get the other one for Christmas. Or if she want a coach bag or whatever. I don't know what these bitches is into now. You can't just go from that and be like, oh, well, um, let me take you to uh, pay less shoe shorts. Not going to work. And that's common sense and that's logical. If a woman got a car, she need a need, you know, you need something in addition to what you get. And it's like I was telling somebody else earlier on the internet, and it was funny. 
they had this thing about, I guess, chicks, you know, when they squat on you and they get, you get in it in, they ride you. Bitches ain't got time for this. My legs be hurting and blah, blah, blah. And I joked on there and it was like, it was funny. You know, I'm like, then practice, motherfucker. Ain't nobody asked that dog. You had like, y'all ain't about this life. Young niggas is back in the day was watching porn like they was playbooks. Hmm. Do it like that. You know, fucking bitches in high school you knew you didn't like. I got to get my, had to get my skills up. I got to get my XP so I can level up. Knowing it's just practice. So when you meet you a bad broad or somebody who's a super keeper and you get them, you going to blow their fucking bag out. You ain't practicing that shit. You don't know what that shit's about. So they laughed and stuff. They're like, oh, you about that life. So no, it's a lot of young niggas about that life. Niggas in general about that life. But yeah, anyway, bring it back. But I just, it's funny, you know, talking to Lanny and I'm asking her like, dude, how are you? It's just funny. And I'm not trying to argue. I'm trying to follow the logic. You corner the market on something. It's like if I'm with my wife. You corner the market on what you got. I can't get it from anywhere else. And this is the intended effect, correct? Yeah. So. I can't get it when I want it. Right. Yeah. Not all the time. OK, I get that. You're not a machine. But isn't it your responsibility to take care of that? But it's funny because it's like you ever see the episode of Everybody Loves Raymond? Him and his wife. Uh, I don't even know if I talked about this before. I can't remember. Fucking damn near. I want to say almost 50 episodes in, but fucking nigga. Kale's hyphen nation. It's 100 episodes. Probably 102 by the time you hear this. But anyway, Raymond Mono and everybody loves Raymond. He um, got mad because his wife wasn't giving it up, you know. So he made a bet and he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to be asking you for no pussy. You're going to be asking me for the dick. He didn't actually say that. That'd be like the rawest episode of everybody loves Raymond ever. So he held off. I think like a month goes by. He comes in the kitchen. Oh, oh I can't do what you want. She folding clothes like, what are you talking about? The bet, the bet you win. I give up. I give in. Just let me get some. What do you mean? That's when he looked up in horror at her was like, oh, my God. You you forgot. She's like, I guess I did forgot. Wow. You know, he was like, I never stood a chance. You know, and I told my wife about it. I think she saw it. I'm not sure, but she laughed about it. And I was just brought that to her attention. It was funny. Because I looked at that and it's like for me, and I guess this has just turned into a lot of sex talk. I don't know. But for me, I found out a lot of that shit you got. It's it's like I said, again, it comes back to how funny and cruel how God is and how he made men and women. Men pretty much come out the fucking gates ready as far as in relations, you know, like as far as when you get to be a certain age, nigga, I go. Girls, not so much, you know, it's different. And like I said, dude, when we are off of it, like, ah, oh, I'm tired. I'm fucking forever. My sperm count and shit is going down. I'm done. That's when the menopause is over and they like, party. That's when niggas is like, man, I'm tired. It's kind of a cool joke God played. But I get it. And I don't even know what this episode is about. I'm just thinking out loud. And I guess the thing was on my mind is conversation about uh, talking with my friend and just stuff like that. And I just, how it just, um, and I guess we're going to parlay that into, um, I guess, mental health. I wanted to make this episode about mental health, but I did not know how to start it off since I told you guys this is like my fourth time starting this. So this is me trying to bump into that. But 
after this break. One second. It's like sound advice or whatever. It's like comics, conventions, and cosplay or whatever. It's like ladies night or whatever. It's like wrestling or whatever. It's like parenting or whatever. It's like anime or whatever. It's like spiritual warfare or whatever. It's like great friends, awesome people coming around doing what we do best or whatever. You should watch, listen, and follow or whatever. It's like a podcast or whatever. He'll kill a brick and drown a glass of water. Welcome back to the I Black Man Podcast. Shout out to my nigga Tyrone Draxton. What up to my nigga Sam Wise? What's good? Saying what up to them because I know y'all listen to like every episode. Hey, everybody else, not so much. And these niggas, they, they, they care enough to lie. And shout out to my nigga Draxton again. Wasn't for you. Large part of this shit wouldn't have got done. You know what you did. Can't be talking about black ops shit, but you know what's up. Anyway, we was talking about uh, what, toxic masculinity and shit, I guess. And oh yeah, needing, I guess, needing um a therapy. And it's funny because Dylan now, for me, you know, if I discipline my kids and shit, I get mad at my kids and I'll be like, yo, crying if I give you something to cry about, man. And my wife is like, you know, that that doesn't work. Oh, nigga, it does. My dad did that shit to me and I shit the fuck up. But, you know, to me, and it's funny, I snap on my kids because they think I'm being mean. I'm nowhere near as mean to them as my dad, you know. And it's funny because I'm like, nigga, I beat you and you keep your clothes on. And I beat you with, well, it's fucked up. I, I consider a belt a legacy wrestling. It's a legal object. I guess I don't know what the, you know, but when I bought my kids, I hit them on the butt belt, you know. Probably gonna edit all this shit out because people are um this has nothing really to do with nothing, does it? Just rambling a bit, I guess, huh? But anyway. Gotta bring it around time. Let me think. Well I guess like I said about the whole toxic masculinity. A lot of it I don't know the difference. You know. And for me, I just is all I know. I don't some of it I look at it as toxic, some of it I do. I don't know. You know what? Fuck all that shit. Alright, um, let's see. Do, 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 what to say. Oh, yeah, um, what's going on with me? As of right now? Nothing too much. Oh, yeah, um, nah, I guess I'm gonna talk about that later. Ray wanted to touch on a little Nas X shit. Alright? Now, that shit is interesting to me because I know it's really racist about the white people and stuff. But the point I've been making to a lot of people about this, and I think it's interesting, because I'm not saying I am a country music aficionada. No, sir, I am not. But I'm saying, I listen to a little country, love me some Johnny Cash. Him and that Willie Nelson Unplugged album, that's my shit. Worried man, worried man, hey, 
I'm a very worried man. Hungry babies don't understand. Pop is a worried man. That's my song, nigga. But anyway, you it's like and I, I get I get okay, besides the racism. It is racism, we're not gonna say it's not racism. Racism. Don't forget all white people must be looked at as potential predators. The great Raskat said that. With us and black people, with art, with now, a lot of the stuff that we have has been stolen. Jazz, rock and roll, you know, a lot of other shit. But you look at hip hop. We haven't really been guarding hip hop at all. We let any fucking body come in, run through the fucking house of hip hop and get their money and leave. You look at niggas like, and I've been saying this shit to fucking culture vultures, the Miley Cyruses, the fucking... Justin Bieber's, all these motherfuckers, they culture vultures. You come through, look at Miley Cyrus. She was quote unquote hood twerking. And the beauty, and then the beauty and the fucked up part of it, and I say the beauty because it's really fucked up. That's how fucked up it is. What she's doing is she's a caricature showing you what she thinks of you. But you niggas didn't peek up on that shit, did you? She did all that shit, twerked, wore J's. All this shit, got her money, got her name out and said, peace. And now I'm wholesome, Miley. I'll probably sing country again because I'm cleansed. I don't even smoke weed anymore. But niggas don't get mad because you came through and made all our fucking money. This was a fucking drug game. Nigga, I couldn't come on your block and sell CDs. Without you catching catching the attitude to get mad, what the fuck cut, nigga? We let these motherfuckers run through our shit, and you do it in exchange for doing a collab because you want to get crossed over. It's thing. A lot of time about that shit, the motherfuckers don't care about you. You look at a lot of these niggas like Flo Rida and shit. They cross over, but not really. No white fans don't check for you like that. They do, but they don't. But anyway, back to what I was saying. We let anybody come in our house. We don't demand anything. You look at rock and roll. You look at all the other genres that people love. If you suck. The fucking people will tell you you fucking suck. And they'll do their best to make sure no one buys your shit because they want to preserve their fucking genre, their culture, whatever you want to call that shit. We let corporations buy us out. You I mean, it used to be in hip hop, you had to do one or two couple things. DJ break then. Nigga, no, the culture is gone. They kicked the culture out and they just got gay. They sold you your shit back. And then you look at this shit with Lil Nas X and I'm hoping, but I'm betting he don't. Nigga does not have a fucking other hit in him. I hope he does. Prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong. But I doubt that nigga got another hit in him. I doubt it. It's that beat that made that song. And then let's be real. He probably getting streams off that shit. But if the nigga dropped the album, I ain't people are going to get it. Pretty much now your fan base from what we're really seeing because I got kids. My kids love that shit. It's kids. I'm not sure how he's going to do this shit, but I also know I don't know his background or what he's about. If that nigga's a real country head, that's cool. But if them niggas is hating because they think he not about that shit, I can't front on that. That's if you love your music, I'm the same way. I don't like people who ain't about that shit. It's like if I'm doing my podcast and this is me and I'm doing this shit. I do this shit. I produce this shit. Except when my nigga uh, Kels want to be cool and pick Raul. With the mixing. But 99% of the time it's me. Do all this shit. 
the the, uh, the making my shit for the uh, uh, Instagram, all pictures, all that shit, audio, all that shit is me, B. And for me to see somebody else doing podcasts and shit, I'm not even saying I'm the gatekeeper of the culture of podcasts. I'm just trying to give y'all a situation, you know, an uh, example. And this nigga, he just has a voice. They write all his shit down for him. All his shit, nothing's new. It's just, fuck that nigga. He not real. I'm not, I'm not expecting it. Oh, he's getting this, but that nigga fake. Now, am I saying little Nas X didn't write his shit? No. Am I saying a nigga fake? Nah, I'm not saying that shit. I'm just saying, I, if that, if a lot of people, if that's what they're beefing about, besides the fact, yes, I know a large majority of them are beefing because he's black. But that's my two cents on that. I wrapped this up by talking about, I was interested, I was listening to uh, the Bill Burr, uh, Bill Burr Monday morning podcast. I think it was a Thursday edition, I'm not sure. And I was just listening to him debating with the lovely Nia about the, uh, the straight pride parade in um, Boston. And he was making some very good points. And he was saying, you know, all you people getting butthurt about this fucking parade. You're just giving these niggas free publicity. You're blowing these niggas the fuck up. You know, it's only three people. Quit talking about it, you know. And, and a lot of that shit had me feeling like it. It went back to like she was kind of on that. You got to support. You have to accept, you know. And I don't knock her. You know, I see where she's coming from. And it's a whole different thing, you know. I'm just concerned about my people, you know, and but it was just interesting how even though he really wasn't knocking her, Bill was making some solid ass points. And he basically was saying, while you're talking about who can marry who and who can be gay and what's the proper pronoun and what bathroom you can use, the fucking dollars going down the tube about to have a fucking another war and all this other shit. And you're worried about that. By the time you guys get the fucking rights you want, we won't have a fucking country to live in. But you know, and it's funny. She just—it is so funny. I so wish I could just daff him up because I know that pain of having something, arguing something, you're logically winning, and then they're like, "Oh well," but yeah, it was so funny because basically listening to it, it basically was just coming down to I just don't want to agree with you, and I'm not going to see your point. But he was killing that shit on point because he's like, I'm not even saying, you know, he's like, it was like we're saying we're on, we're on a, we're on a on the house and we're arguing about what to paint the walls and what carpet pattern to use while the other side of the house is on fire. It doesn't matter what the fuck we paint this house. The global warming, everything is going to shit. Well, you know, and I even saying just to fuck gay people, I'm like, we got bigger fish to fry, you know. But I don't know. That was just that, and I thought it was real interesting and just really, really funny. And um, I can relate to how I feel with, you know, debating with your woman and stuff. This episode really wasn't about too much nothing. I'm just trying to uh, get this out for y'all. And I'm um, trying to stay on time. I'm just really getting like quiet as cap, like podcast fatigue. Been working on this shit so long. And um, I talked to Bomb about it. Had a really good portion. We talked about that. I'm going to try to add it in this episode. I don't even know. Ah, <sighs> Yeah, so I'm just kind of tired, freaking out. You know what I'm saying? Um, Maybe do November 15th. Oh, was it 14? Yeah, my wife is here. She's pregnant. It's a boy! Bitches! Mm. Yeah, my wife is pregnant. She's gonna have a man-child. I am very happy. That's been fucking me up, really, a lot. Shit, nigga, you wanna talk about that shit? Dog, I'm not even gonna lie to you, niggas. I bawled like a baby when she told me. She texted me, and it was like, it's a boy, and I had to call it like, don't, don't fuck with me like that, you know? 
went through a lot of emotions just dealing with that shit that day. Realized how, um, you know, just I gave up hope. And I was prepared to just be unhappy, you know, with that aspect of my life being unfulfilled. And it was just ill. So now I have a whole nother, and I guess I'll talk about that on the next podcast. I am very edgy because I am happy, which makes me anxious because I know something's going to take my joy away. I'm worried about my wife. I'm worried about this baby. I feel like I got to step my life up. got to step me up. I have to name said baby. Now I'll pay for this book, African Book of Names or something. After looking for a PDF forever online, I couldn't find one figured fucking pony up, pay the cash. Which I did. So, trying to think of a name for my son. I can't believe it. Very excited. Um, Rain, my number two, suggested we should name him T'Challa, son of T'Chaka, which I would be cool with, but his father is not T'Chaka. And my wife would not let me name my son T'Challa, which I understand. So, I don't know. I'm just going to leave you guys with that. And I hope somebody got something out of this. And we're just going to end it at that. You know what? As always, you would think I would know this phone number by heart. It's kind of like I kind of dipped into like my Christopher walking bag there real quick. What's going I'm not even about to try to. Uh, anyway, hotline. Leave a voicemail. Or you can just text it, 724-313-4519, 724-313-4519. Again, to call it, leave a voicemail, go straight to voicemail. Voicemail, it goes straight to voicemail. Or you can leave me a text message. I'll put it on the show and deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Talk about the topic and whatnot. Yo, if you want to send me an old-fashioned Elia mail, that's email, E-Y-E. Black Man Podcast at gmail.com. I Black Man Podcast at gmail.com. That name is also the Instagram name. Um, we're on Facebook, I Black Man, letter I, as well as my other podcast, also on Instagram as well, a podcast called Fresh. If you like this, you want to get more into the whole geekiness and the blurredness and the comic books and all that, superheroes, go over there. Podcast called Fresh, just me, some other people doing shit. Getting more doing shit by myself. But yeah, that's about it. Thank y'all, man. Glad I could share the news with y'all. Really excited. Um, Waiting for the shit. The uh, rest of my people from the Hyphen Nation. Well, Hyphen Podcast Network. I'm sorry. It's only one guy in Hyphen Nation. And that's Kellen Conley. His money and his children. His child and his wife. Their nicknames are Coin and Dollar. If you didn't know that. But, um, yeah, that's about it. Be slow to speak and quick to listen. This is the immortalized Miles Amadeus Prawa. We are out of here. Our Black Man Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid at exposure.